For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Left fielder Colin Kreider leads off the seventh for Milwaukee. 7-0 is the score. BYU in front. Jordan Wood's gone all the way. Ooh, and that's just mm, wow. foul down the left field line. Yes, it was. That was ripped. And he'll come back to home plate and put the bat back on the shoulder. Will Colin Kreider. Kreider grounding out in the first 5-3, flying out to the shortstop, popping up in the fourth. Kreider getting his third at-bat. Milwaukee sitting on only three hits. And they're averaging 10 hits a game. Averaging 6.4 runs per game. Yeah. And they're shut out on three hits right now. That's how good Jordan Wood has been. Swing and a miss by Kreider. And what count do we have, Greg? 0-2. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. I think that's 73 pitches and 53 strikes for Woody. It's awesome. Kreider. Left-handed hitter against the right-handed throwing Jordan Wood. And what does he want to do on the 0-2s? Offers just a little high. See if he'll be a little antsy and doesn't swing at it. 1-2. and 7-0 Kooks. Kooks really taking care of a heavy-hitting Milwaukee team coming into the night. The bats are as cool as the weather tonight for Milwaukee. As Kreider swings, makes contact, fouls it back into the screen. It'll stay 1-2. and two. Jordan Wood hasn't gone 7 complete yet this season. Will this be the night? Looks like it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it definitely does. Unless there's an absolute epic melt- that meltdown. I would say that's going to happen. Looks in for the sign. Winds up and delivers. And the three hopper to the second baseman, DJ McNew. Easily over to Brian Sue. We've got one gone here in the seventh. Well, BYU's leading 7 nothing after 6. And when the Cougars are leading after 6, you can't quite close the refrigerator door, but BYU is undefeated. 4-0 and when leading after 6. 7-0. and when leading or tied after six. So the Cougs are in a really good spot. Looking to go to nine and three, which would be the uh, best 12-game start since the 2016 season. We all know how that season ended with a championship tie. Yes, we do. A couple games short of going to a regional, but a really good year. Off-speed from Jordan is delivered for a strike. The thing about that 16 year is it made them really hungry for 17, and that's one of the reasons why they won the conference tournament to be able to go to regional. Joe Weisskosel, the first baseman, at the dish. Hmm. That's another strike. Man. And another 0-2 count for Jordan yeah, Wood. He just has such great command today. It's really fun to watch this. As fun as it's been to watch the hitters today, watching Jordan Wood pitch has been special. And the all-whites. Jordan Wood delivers high for ball one. One and two with one gone here in the top of the seventh. It's uh, Woody's first outing in front of the home fans. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen a good one here tonight. The delivery, a swing and a miss, and a strikeout. Number seven for Woody tonight. His career high, nine. So, could be looking at a season-long stint in terms of innings. And maybe if he's in long enough, maybe a new career high in K's. We shall see. That's seven. As coming to the plate is the catcher, Tyler Bordner. That was a really good slider. That's so tough to hit that pitch. Start right down the middle and runs a foot outside. 0-1. And you know the thing about Wood and his command, as an umpire, because he's been so consistent hitting those spots, you might give him a few extra half-incher here or there because, hey, you've been hitting it all night. I'm going to give it to you. Bordner swings and misses. 0-2. Haven't heard that tonight, have we? No. (laughs) It seems like about... 75% 75% of his counts have gone to 0-2. And, yeah. and if you're putting yourself in those positions, you have a great chance. Will this be strikeout number 8? It doesn't always give you that strikeout pitch on there that third there one. There it but, is. Oh, oh, didn't give it to him. Tony, give it to him. He, he was it. taken. He was taken was Bordner. But he had him guessing. Ball. He thought fastball yep. was coming, that elevated fastball, and snuck in the slider. And I one and two with two gone. Wood on the mound. Bordner at the plate. The kick and fire. Low and outside to two and two. Bordner tonight doubling in the second, singling in the fifth. He's a good player. And stayed stranded at second as he fouls it down the left field line. Off the third base coach, Corey Bigler. Bigler and Doffick. 
Well, and him getting to second is that's as far as they've gotten this today, right? Yep, and it's been Borgner both times. Yeah. Two runners to second, and it was the same guy both times. Tyler Bordner, the catcher, who's at the plate right now, as Jordan Wood delivers a 2 2. That's singled through the four hole on the right side. Single for Bordner. He's got three hits. The team's got four. He's yeah. got three of them. He, he's, he's the guy tonight. He's the guy that you just can't seem to get out. And, and that time, they had DJ shifting up the middle. And uh, he's able to hit it just to his right, just out the stretch for a single there. Good piece of hitting there by Bordner. Down 0-2 and got back in the count and put a really good swing on it. And here comes the uh, statuesque third baseman, the six foot five Nate DeYoung, who replaced the diminutive Mike Ferry at third base. DeYoung at the plate. Two gone here in the seventh. And at first, Tyler Bordner after his third hit of this night. Bordner came into today hitting 355 and has gone three for three for Milwaukee, but he's the only thing they've had going. Jordan Wood with a runner on first. Pitching out of the stretch to the left hand hitting Nate DeYoung. And two balls, no strikes to DeYoung. See Jordan can keep it going here for this last batter of this inning. Get through seven complete here. He's got a 7-0 lead. 7-0 in the top of the seventh. 11 hits for BYU. Four hits for Milwaukee. No errors from either team. And the rare 3-0 yeah. count for Jordan. Yeah, interesting. He hadn't, he hadn't been there yet. Today, he's been commanding that fastball. He's missed a little bit in to, to the new batter. Got to get back in the zone here and make them earn everything. Bordner leads off first. Mm, inside and ball four. So four straight balls from Jordan Wood, who loses to Young. And it's first and second for the first time tonight, I do believe, for Milwaukee. They've had runners at second, but never a first and second. And that's where they are right now with the designated hitter, Oakland Scanlon, stepping up. Scanlon, grounded out flight out in his first two at-bats. Well, Jordan's done a good job this year of pitching out of, of trouble. And, you know, a single and a walk can turn into, you know, a big inning for a team. Got to try to minimize it and, and get yourself out of it. Got a swing and a miss there from Scanlon. The light-hitting DH. His average now around 210 on the season. This is already Jordan's longest outing of the year at six and two-thirds. Looking to make it seven complete here with one more retired. BYU shutting out Milwaukee. Here in home game number two for BYU at Miller Park. Jordan Wood with runners on first and second. Delivers low for one and one to Scanlon. Well, Miller Park is the name associated with Milwaukee. Different Miller Park. Yeah, the Brewers' home. Definitely is. This won't be the, won't be the last time that the uh, Panthers play at Miller Park. They've actually got a game against Oakland scheduled for Miller Park, that other Miller Park, on May 11th this year. Scanlon looking at a 1-1 one one with two gone here in the top of the seventh. Pace of the game slowing just somewhat here as it was really clipping along earlier. Wood glancing back to second. Fires home and fires a strike to 1-2. and 1-2 yeah. with two gone. So will this be the payoff pitch here for Jordan Wood to get out of the inning and rack up? Strikeout number would be 8 on the night, yes? Yep. Well, you got him set up now, throwing that inside fastball. He doesn't want to miss that pitch again, so if you run that changeup that can start middle and run away, you might get that swing and miss. Scanlon strike out six times on the season in six appearances. That's high for ball two. Two and two with two gone here in the top of the seventh. BYU seven and Milwaukee no score. BYU seven runs on 11 hits. Well, you want to go get him on this pitch right here. You don't want to go to full count because with two outs, you know, get the runners moving. So you want to go attack him right here with your best. Wood's gone all the way. And we're into the seventh. The kick, the delivery, and the foul back off the fist of Scanlon. That was, Stays a, really, two and two. That was a good pitch right there. It might have been a ball on the inner half, but if Scanlon puts that in play, it's, a, it, it's, hard, it's almost impossible to get a hit out of that because you hit it right off the barrel, not even the barrel, but the handle of the bat. Scanlon's out of... Iwa Beach, Hawaii, a senior. 
swing and a foul down the left field line and out of play. So what makes a kid from Hawaii want to go to Milwaukee to play? <laughs> it's a natural transition. Yeah. He had to have been a junior college kid, right? Came out of Feather River. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Because I was talking to their assistant coach earlier today, and he says, yeah, we had a couple days this year in January where it was negative 60 with the windshield. <laughs> huh. No thank you. Scanlon played in one of two games at Arizona on the weekend, one for four. His lone appearance with a hit. He looks again at a two and two with two gone. Wood turns and fires to Ooh, second. Gets away too. from the second baseman as he got away from mm, got away from the shortstop Carson Matthews as they went for the pickoff of second. And it appeared that they got him in time, right? Just yeah, the pitch was I, high. I, the I throw was high and got off the glove it of definitely Matthews. Definitely was going to be close. Yeah. Great job by Jelly though, backing that up to make sure that the the runner couldn't advance to third. So getting back to second and ahead of it. The ball went off the glove of Matthews into center field. They collect and reset here for the two and two to Scanlon. Bordner at second where he's been twice tonight and now three times. And that swing again fouled out of play left. Yeah, Bordner was stranded at second in the second. Stranded at second in the fifth. And he's at second here in the seventh. And he's advanced no farther. I like the sound of stranded at second in the Seventh as well. Orlando Scanlon, the DH, again looks at a two and two from Jordan Wood. And again, a swing and again fouled back. This went into the screen. This is the part of baseball, Greg, I love. It's that cat and mouse, me versus you, just battle, right? Wood's got himself a shutout going. Scanlon's trying to get a big hit for his team to get a little momentum going. And he just fouled off, what, five straight pitches? Still a 2-2 count. And it's just, I love the you versus me mentality that baseball can have. It feels like the most Jordan's had to work in any inning. Absolutely. And just one batter. (laughs) The right-hander Wood, the left-handed hitter, Scanlon. Still 2-2 with two gone at the top of the seventh. And that one's off the glove and maybe the shin of Matthews. Keeps it in play, keeps it in front of him, but the runner goes to first and the runners advance to second and third. And so it's an infield hit for Scanlon. Too hot to handle for Carson Matthews that time. I don't think that'll end up being his second error of the season. It was yeah, I don't pretty know. well. It was hit hard. In we'll that see. In- they may indeed judge it that way. We'll see. Yeah, it was hit hard in the six hole. I think, though, if he fields it, he's got a chance to, to throw him out with his strong arm. But that's a tough play. Just the one error on the year for Carson coming in two tonight. And they're going to go E6 on that. So error number two for Carson. And pitching coach Michael Bradshaw is going to stride to the mound here. As again, the Woods had to work harder this inning than any other. As he's sitting here with two out. And the base is loaded after the error by Matthews. Yeah, and, and coach Bradshaw is just out there saying, all right, hey, settle down. You made a good pitch there. Had a chance to get out of the inning, but hey, they got a good hitter up here. Bases are loaded. You have a seven-run lead. Let's just compete in the zone, and, and let's not give them free base runners. Let's just keep fighting and doing what you're doing and uh, and really just find a way to get out of this inning and, and keep the, the zero on the board. This inning got off to a really nice start with uh, Kreider grounding out and Viscosal striking out. Since then, three consecutive batters have reached. And it is bases juiced for the first time tonight. In fact, the first time a runner's been at third for Milwaukee is right now with Bordner at third. Bases loaded, two gone, top of the seventh, and Wood fires low and outside for ball one to Matt Cortell, the Canadian right fielder. Cortell waggles the bat. Wood looks in, gets his sign, kicks and fires. That's a foul out of play to the left side. One well, and one. A little bit of action in the, the Coug bullpen right now. Got uh, Ben Weiss down there throwing the left-hander. And it looks like Blake Inouye, the right-hander, throwing. Weiss, one of three primary left-handed options for Coach Mike Littlewood. Jordan Wood delivers high and outside for ball two. Two and one here in the top of the seventh. Milwaukee... Threatening to get back in this thing. They're down 7 nothing. Bases loaded with two gone here and a 2-1. and one Hey, but one big, Wood. one big hit here changes the game. Mm-hmm. Cortell. Sees it come in high for 3-1. and one. 
Well, nowhere to put him. Got to come at him right here. Great time to hit if you're the hitter. Three and one count with two gone. Bases loaded here in the top of the seventh. The delivery from Wood. And it is striped to center field. Jelilich will see it go over his head. Hop off the wall at the 4-2 mark. One run in. Two run in. A third runner rounding third and sliding in ahead of the throw. A three-run double for Matt Cortell. And 7-3 in the top of the seventh. Yeah, and you get down 3-1. You have to throw a fastball over the middle of the plate. And that ball was hammered. Jelilich had a great route. He took off on it, but it just hits the bottom of the wall for the three-run double. Good piece of hitting right there. So Matt Cortell clears the bases. And Coach Mike Littlewood's coming out to clear the mound, I think. <laughs> we'll see a pitching change. 7-3, BYU leads Milwaukee here on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, the Milwaukee Panthers will travel more than 13,000 miles before they have their home opener later this month. They were most concerned about traveling 90 feet from third to home. They had a tough time just getting to third. They finally got there. Ended up juicing the bases here in the seventh, and then they all came home. Tuck it from 7-0 to 7-3. Milwaukee making it a game on the three-run double from Matt Cortell. Yeah, and a seven-run lead. I never felt fully comfortable just because offensively this team can hit. And you find a way to get a few guys on base and get a big hit, and and now all of a sudden you got a four-run ball game with the runner in scoring position right now. New pitcher for BYU is Blake Inouye. The right-hander making his sixth appearance. He has no decisions in the previous five, including one start. His ERA, 2.61. And the first batter he will face is the leadoff hitter, Devin Rybacki. Rybacki with a single in the third. Flight out to right field in the first and the sixth. We're in the seventh, and BYU leads at 7-3. lead. It's been cut down to a lead of four. Still two gone as Rybacki looks at 0-1 from Inouye. The right-hander to the right-hander. And it's grounded to first base. Sue will toss to Inouye. And Inouye gets loose right away. A jog over to first and retires the side. Out number three. Leaves the Panthers with three in the top of the seventh. Rapper seven after seven and a half. Make it six and a half. Heading to the bottom of the seventh. Coming up next. BYU batters with the Cougs up. 7-3. On, BYU, on the W.TV in the new skin. BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We've had the seventh inning stretch, and we're into the bottom of the seventh with BYU leading at 7-3 over Milwaukee. Right fielder Brock Hale at the plate. Matt McCarty stays in, having relieved Jared Reclitus for the Milwaukee Panthers. Hale looks at ball one. Brock with a walk, and a triple, and a strikeout. It's a two-run triple for Brock in the third. Helping the Cougars to a three-run third. It was a three-run fourth. They added one in the fifth to make it a 7-0 game, and it was 7-0 until Jordan Wood got into trouble, tuck it in the top of the seventh, and couldn't get himself out of the jam. Yeah, I'm going to have to take credit for that, because I think I jinxed him. <laughs> I said it's going to have to take a big meltdown for him to not finish seven, because he was rolling nobody on he two was. outs in the yeah. seventh, and then all of a sudden it was a battle, a hit, a walk, and another walk, and next thing you know, boom. Now, there's an error in between there. and but, so, Yeah, the runs, the runs yeah. allowed were unearned, actually, but, in the seventh. But a really good start. Really good start for Wood. It's exactly what you want from your aces to go out there and set that tone early. Did end up being his longest stint of the season by a third of an inning. He's now at, he ended at six and two thirds. Was six and a third in his previous outing. Two and one from McCarty to Hale. Called strike two and two. A good pitch right there. Breaking ball has stayed inside. As they hear it, it's tough. It's coming at you and you think it might get you and it just barely breaks back in over the inner half. Two and two to Hale. First batter of the seventh for BYU. Gets around on it and fouls it out. Out of play. Left. Cougar seven runs on 11 hits with one error. The error was the booted ball by Matthews at shortstop. In that three-run seventh for Milwaukee. Three runs on five hits for the Panthers. Right-hander McCarty to the right-handed hitting Brock Hale. Hale. All hail. But it's just outside the left field line. Foul. And keep it fair. Those are two really good swings. Those those balls are hit hard. Foul down the line. Stays two and two. None out here in the second. I went hit off the wall, didn't it, Greg? It hopped to it. Yeah. I'm sure, no, I'm sure it hit, I don't think it hit it on the fly, but it okay. did hop to it pretty quickly. 
Hill balancing the bat on his right shoulder. Awaits the delivery from McCarty here in the bottom of the seventh. The kick and deal. And again, hard hit. And again, left field. And this will stay fair and hop to the wall. Two for Brock. Double for Hale to lead off the bottom of the seventh for BYU. Tucker, there was three good swings. Yeah. The last one finally rewarded. Yeah, great job making an adjustment. You, you hit two balls really hard, way fouled on the line. And then this time, okay, you're a little bit later that time, and you're able to keep it fair down the line for a, for a leadoff double. Good at-bat by Brock Hill. A double and a triple for Brock tonight. BYU puts up its 12th hit of the night. And now it's man on second, none out for Jackson Clough. Clough a single and a double in two of his, his three at-bats. Flight out to right field in the other. Strike delivery from McCarty. 0-1 to Jackson. Jackson playing third base tonight. Played much of the first part of the year at second. Has gone to third. DJ McNew, who had been at third, is playing second tonight. Pitcher looking at second. Coming home. Ball gets away from Bordner, the catcher. It's a ball. Ball one to go with one strike. With still none out here in the top or the bank at the bottom of the seventh with BYU up seven to three. Game one of a four-game series in Tuckett. Uh, this is the only four-game series BYU will play all year. Yeah. I mean, we did have four games in Arizona, but it wasn't against the same opponent. Right. So a four-game series. We usually have a couple of those in the preseason to try to get extra games, but those can be a battle because you have a doubleheader day that makes it up for a long day of baseball. And the four-game set you played in Arizona had a Sunday separation, yeah, right? There did, was a day yeah. off in that mix. It did, yeah. So four games in three days here with a four-game set against one team for the only time this season. And that team, the Milwaukee Panthers out of the Horizon League. Swing by Clough. is a single up the middle. Rounding third and coming home and scoring is Brock Hale. And BYU makes it 8-3 to three on the RBI single from Jackson Clough. Yeah. Jackson adding to his team RBI lead. Yeah, I love that at bat by Clough. The outside fastball, he didn't try to pull. He just hit it right back up the middle. And, Greg, what you need to do is you just gave up a three spot, right? You have to answer that. And what do you do? You come back. You get a leadoff double. You knock him in. It's like, okay, hey, we're going to go back and take this momentum. So really good at bat there by Brock and Jackson Clough to drive him in. So Jackson Clough with RBI number 15 on the season. Eight to three Kooks. Keaton Kringlin. Two strikeouts. And a pop-up. A pop-out to second. He bunts. And bunts well to third. And no throw. A bunt single for Keaton Kringlin. I love that. And that extends his hit streak. It extends it to eight games. Yes, it does. So Kringlin's at eight. Hill is at nine. And the lead is at five at eight to three. Now first and second none out. That's how you do it, Keaton. Yeah. All three bunts that the Cougs have laid down today have led to two hits and one sacrifice. They've been really good executed bunts. I tell you, Greg, if you can execute small ball... It really changes the dynamic of an inning. Mitch McIntyre at the plate. First and second to none out. A right-hand delivery and a left-handed hitter in McIntyre. Called a ball. I'm always looking at, like, defensive positioning and trying to figure out, okay, hey, where's a good place to exploit that area? And... You know, after Mitch hit that triple right down the line, where the first baseman's playing right now, right behind Keaton, it's really hard to get to that ball because you're too shallow. You don't have enough depth. Ball two. And he's playing right there Mitch. because he wants to be in double play depth. Two and out to McIntyre. Runner at first, Kringlin. Runner at second, Clough. 3-0. Yeah, good take right there. I love 2-0, 3-0 borderline takes. Hitters sometimes get so aggressive in those counts, and they, they swing in a bad pitch just because they think, oh, it's going to be a good one. Hey, make sure it's a good one. Don't let don't swing at his pitch. Get your pitch. Mitch ahead 3-0, and we'll walk to first outside for ball four. Four straight pitches called balls from Matt McCarty and the Cougars have loaded the bases with none out. You talk about the answer and I think we're seeing the start of it right now. It's already begun adding one to make it 8-3. to three. Now you're with a five-run lead and bases loaded. No one done here yeah. in the bottom of the seventh. And they've got nobody. Not one single person in the bullpen right now which you would think in this game, hey, you're still in the game. You still have six outs to play with offensively if you're the Panthers. 
And they're saying, all right, this inning's yours. We're letting you do it. Now batting DJ McNew, two-run home run in the fourth, part of a three-run inning for the Cougs to extend that lead to 6 nothing after four as he swings and misses on the first offering from McCarty. Cougars have eight runs on 14 hits. Those 14 hits, a new season high. Previous high was 13. They had 13 both against Northwestern and at Lamar. Thank you to Jordan Christiansen, BYU Baseball's media relations director. The quick handoff on that stat. One and one to McNew. After two pitches from McCarty here in the bottom of the seventh. BYU 8, Milwaukee 3. Same two teams tomorrow for a doubleheader. 2 o'clock and 6 o'clock scheduled start times. Jason Shepard joining you, Tuckett, back on the headset. And then a singleton on Saturday, an early morning start, 11 a.m. Yeah, it's a real early morning. One hop to second baseman, didn't handle it cleanly. A turn and fire, and they got him anyway with a run scores. So, RBI on the ground out for McNew as scoring is Clough. And BYU makes it 9-3. to three. The ball was not handled crisply by Bubon. Yeah, that ball had a little English on it. It seemed like it bounced the opposite way than the way it looked like coming off the bat. And so luckily, for the Panthers' sake, that it was able to hit his body because the way that ricocheted, if it didn't hit his body, that would have gone in the outfield and been multiple runs. But good job of knocking that down, at least getting it out. And good job by DJ to put a ball in play and at least get a run there. Those ground outs are usually pretty black and white. Yeah. And that bobble was giving us more of a gray boobon. You don't say. The foul out by Noah Hill to the right side. As Bubon bobbled the ball and yet ultimately delivered it to get the out at first. A run did score. It's 9-3. to three. Well, now you have the infield playing, again, playing in again, which as a hitter gives you more advantage to get a base hit. Hill with a single for his one for three. A fly out and a ground out in his other two at-bats tonight, but he's extended his hit streak to nine games tonight. Wild pitch gets away from Bordner, coming home from third and sliding ahead of the throw, which wasn't handled cleanly by the pitcher McCarty, is Keaton Kringlin. And the Cougars now make it 10-3. to three. It's another three-run inning. Yeah. A third three-run inning for BYU, 10-3 the score. That's fantastic. The crooked numbers are the, the key to this game. You can put up crooked numbers, you have a chance to win a lot of games. I know Coach Pratt over there in the first base box is really happy to see multiple crooked innings and 10 runs on the board with the way the offense has been playing early on this season. So 10-3 Cougs, still bottom of the seventh, still one gone, one and one, the count to Noah Hill. Second wild pitch of the night for Milwaukee, and both were run scoring wild yep. pitches. Yeah, and, and both of them I thought were for balls that uh, the catcher should have been able to handle if he had tried to use his body, but he tried to catch them, and they were able to ricochet off and get to the wall. Runners on third, you got to do whatever it takes to block that ball and keep it in front. Mitch McIntyre advancing to third on the wild pitch, and is at third as Bordner smothers. That 2-1 offering, the 3-1, the count now to Noah Hill. 3-1, one, one gone here in the bottom of the seventh. So three big innings for BYU. And the Panthers' own big inning was also a three spot. Came in the top half of this inning. The yep. seventh inning has taken a while to play. But the Cougars have equaled the lead they had when the inning began of seven. It was 7 nothing when the inning began. It's 10-3 now. Noah Hill looks at a 3-1 from McCarty. Right-hander to right-hand hitter. And a swing and a miss to 3-2. 3-2, full count with McIntyre at third and one gone. Greg, that's a big-time pitch right there. You throw a 3-1 slider for a strike. He swung through it, but it would have been a called strike. That's uh, taking – pitchers usually don't have confidence to do that. So good pitch right there. McIntyre off a third. And that's a single to left. We'll drive home Mitch McIntyre and Noah Hill with the RBI single. To left center, 11-3. BYU leads it. Yeah, great piece of hitting right there. Fastball in the inner half. Stayed inside it and just hit a nice little soft line drive over to the shortstop for an RBI. So the Cougs have played at their 11th run. Which ties the season high. Yep, 11-2 with a win over Northwestern in the third game of the season. And BYU's been uh, cobbling together some lower scoring wins of late, relying more on pitching, but... This is a hitter's night. Yeah, it definitely is. 
Carson Matthews, bottom of the order, number nine hitter. The shortstop Matthews at the plate with Noah Hill at first. BYU 11, Milwaukee 3. 11 runs on 15 hits, so season highs in both runs and hits tonight. The runs tied, the hits set. Got out in front of that one, did Matthews. A swing and a miss, one and one. With one gone, still only one gone, Tuckett yeah. Slate here in this yeah. bottom of the seventh. Yeah, that's the thing I love about it is you can still have a chance to tack on a few more here. Jared Reclitus went four and a third, gave up 11 hits, seven runs, all of them earned. Matt McCarty's gone all the way since. Another out in front swing from Carson, one and two. Yeah, Slider just caught him out in front just a little bit right there. Now you're one-two count. You just have to battle here. Battle and put a ball in play. Noah Hill on first on a two-for-four night. A couple of singles for Noah as his hit streak continues. We note Carson Matthews looking for his second hit of the night. Pops that into shallow left field. Running up to it and under it is Kreider. And Kreider reaching over the head of the sliding Schwecky. And that'll be an out. Second out. Two gone here in the bottom of the seventh. Yeah, I don't think Kreider saw that bat that ball off the bat very well because when it was hit in the air he stood still for like a second and a half before he took a read but uh, good play right there with uh, with Swecky sliding and good, good play to not take to the head off your shortstop yeah dude. no kidding Danny Jelilich at the plate a single a bunt single and a double three hits ties his career high or is that sets his new career high for BYU so a three-hit night for Jelly. Three of four. Cade on his last time at the plate. Yeah, this is his first real season of playing for the Cougs. His freshman year, he he broke his foot the weekend before the season started in an inner squad and couldn't play that season. So it's kind of a bummer for him. And then he went on a mission, and now he's back and patrolling center field. Long and lanky. 6'4", 215. Danny Jelilich. Yeah, and he plays. He He's from a family of athletes. Yeah. His, his older brother was a first-round draft pick at a UCLA. His other older brother played four years at Pepperdine, so he's got some talent in his family. Yeah, the older brother Jeff, the UCLA guys, and the Reds organization. And then back when Jelly was a freshman, as he swings and misses, one and two, and the Cougars played at Pepperdine, he played against his brother in that game. That's pretty cool. In fact, he scored a run, and his brother scored a run. Oh. So two Jelliliches scored in that game for opposite teams. I remember his mom had a jersey that had half Pepperdine and half BYU yeah. on it. It's kind of cool. One and two to Jelly with two gone. Matt McCarty, righty to righty. And a swing and a miss. And Danny Jelilich has struck out for the second consecutive at-bat. Still a good night for Jelly. Three for five. And BYU increases the lead for the first time to eight runs. 11 to three after seven. You're on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First ever game between BYU and Milwaukee here at Miller Park tonight in Provo. BYU has an 11-3 lead coming into the top of the eighth. First game of a four-game series. Twin build tomorrow, single game on Saturday. And the Panthers will stay on the road. As noted earlier, 21 consecutive away games before home opener in late March. Top of the eighth and to the plate. Mitchell Bubon. The Bubon bobble led to BYU's last run of the seventh. Didn't handle cleanly at second, and DJ McNew ended up getting an RBI and a ground out that just Bubon didn't handle quite crisply enough. And BYU now with an 11 3 lead as Bubon swings at the first offering from the new pitcher, Bo Burrup, and it's off the glove of Danny Jelilich in center. And that'll be into second, into second base for Mitchell Bubon. Yeah, and Bubon has extended his hitting streak now to 10 games. All 10 games of this season. Bubon with a hit. I think it's a hit. Going to be off the hit off the glove of Jell. It should have been handled cleanly. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, he went a long way to go get that yeah. um, on a full sprint. Well, you wouldn't have been surprised had he caught it. Yeah. But it's it a play I think he should glove. make. But uh, off his glove on a full sprint, still a tough play to make. Something he'll, he'll be kicking himself that he didn't make it. Well, if they do give him a hit, it will extend the hit streak to 10. It was off the glove of Jelilich center running to right center and so the leadoff man is on here in the top of the eighth and Trevor Schwecky the shortstop back at bat for Milwaukee Southpaw Burrup delivers 
That's driven high to center. And again, on the run is Jelilich and sees it go over his head and off the wall. Holding up a little bit was right was a Bubon, and Bubon doesn't come home. He ends up staying at third. So a ball just laced to deep center field. Doesn't score the runner, but it is a double yeah. for Schwecki. It's second and third now. None out as uh, Bo Burrup, the lefty, has been welcomed into the, into the game with back-to-back hits. Yeah, Bubon was tagging there with no outs. Um, and then didn't get a great read on it. And Jelich has a great arm and got it in quick, so he could only advance from second to third. So second and third and none out for Milwaukee. They look to hang around here late in this one. We're in the eighth inning. We have a pinch hitter. J.J. Eduardo is pinch hitting here in the top of the eighth. Eduardo hitting for Kreider. So Eduardo in to face BYU's third pitcher tonight, Bo Burrup. Left-handed pitcher, right-handed hitter, J.J. Eduardo. Yeah, really pulling for Bo right here. He hasn't had a, he's a senior who, over his career, has had a lot of innings for the Cougs. His, his first outing against Cal didn't go as planned and gave up a run. Um, hasn't really had a chance to pitch a ton since because the, the bullpen has just been so stellar. So now he's getting an opportunity and... Uh, Back-to-back hits puts himself in a little bit of trouble. J.J. Eduardo on his fourth institution. Whittier College, Florida International, Marshall, and now Milwaukee. Wow. He's been everywhere, man. He's been everywhere. Eduardo sees one and one from Burrup. Here in the top of the eighth, none outs, and BYU a comfortable lead. But Milwaukee showing why it's in a potent offensive club. It's taking a while to get going here tonight on a chilly night here. At Miller Park. Burrup fires in. This one's nubbed up. Popped in the air to Sue. Sue will handle on the grass part of the artificial infield. Yeah, and that's a that's a really, really good out right there for Burrup. Second and third, no outs. And you get an infield pop-up. Yeah. So it's not a productive out. And, and really helps you get a chance to put up a zero. I think we'll have another pinch hitter here, Greg. Yep. Jack Krause is coming in. Looks like they're they're going to the right-handed matchups against the lefties, taking out the lefties that hit earlier. So Kraus has been DHing and playing first base this season. Jack Kraus, 6'1", 225. That's a solid build out of Nina, Wisconsin. His dad also played baseball for Milwaukee in the late 90s, mid to late 90s. He was uh, had some power to him. 26 home runs for Pop, and you can see where uh, the son got the physique there. That's a power-hitting build. Yeah, definitely is. Them strong legs that he's got there. First pitch from Burrup is fouled off. 0-1 with one gone here in the top of the eighth. BYU's lead is uh, comfortable, but being uh, threatened just somewhat here in the top of the eighth. Second and third, one out for Milwaukee. Well, at the at the worst-case scenario, you're, you're hoping just to minimize this and, and, and only give up a run. Best case is to get out of this with a zero. Jack Krause pinch hitting at the plate. Goes opposite field and going back and back is Hale and sees it go over his head. It'll bounce to the wall. One run will score. Two runs will score. Stopping at second is Krause. And so BYU's had a couple of balls hit to the outfield that uh, fielders had chances on and chances not completed. Yeah, that ball just kept carrying uh, and just kept carrying over Brock's head and, and really short hopped the right field wall. So you got three hits this inning, all doubles that were hit extremely hard by the Panthers. Mike Littlewood to the mound here as they'll defensive conference and make a pitching change. So Bo Burrup's stint is a short one and the Panthers touch him up for a couple. 11-5 our score. BYU's lead shrinks to six. We're taking a break for a pitching change here on the W.TV and the new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Miller Park, Provo, Utah, for BYU and Milwaukee. Cougs were cruising. Hit the brakes a little bit here in the eighth. Seventh and eighth, really. Uh, Milwaukee scored three in the seventh, two more in the eighth. Still a decent lead for BYU, but things have gotten more interesting. 11-5 to our score. BYU 11, Milwaukee 5, as Coach Mike Littlewood's gone to a second straight left-hander out of the pen. Tuckett Slade, they're going with Ben Weiss. Weiss, a... uh, Juco transfer out of Salt Lake Community College. He was 9-1 uh, there in 13 starts 
with a 3.15 ERA. What kind of stuff does Ben have? Yeah, he's 87 to 89 mile an hour lefty. He has a plus-plus breaking ball. His curveball is filthy, and with the changeup, it's a guy that uh, Coach Littlewood thought had a chance to be a starter when he came in here this fall, so he's got pretty good stuff. One done here in the eighth. Tyler Bordner, catcher, at bat for Milwaukee. Takes first pitch for a ball, 1-0. Bordner tonight, three singles. Make it two doubles, rather one double, two singles, three hits for Bordner. In three at-bats, a swing and a miss to make it one and one with one gone here in the top of the eighth. BYU 11, Milwaukee 5. Milwaukee averaging 6.4 runs per game. BYU averaging 5.1 and more than doubling that up tonight. And the Cougars have done more with pitching than hitting in the early part of the season, but the uh, bats came alive tonight. Season high in hits with 15. Season high in runs tied with 11. And that's ripped to left field. That's going to score one run, make it 11-6. to six. As Bordner rounds first, goes to second, rounding third and coming home with the Panthers' sixth run of the night is Kraus. And the lead's down to five. Yeah, got a breaking ball there to hit and had a really good swing on it. Hit a line drive, two hopper off the wall. That kid can really hit. He can really hit. So Bordner with his fourth hit in his many at-bats. Yeah, he's batting close to 440 now. He came in in the mid-300s and has just been on fire tonight. Two doubles and two singles for Bordner. Ben Weiss goes lefty-lefty here. This is Nate DeYoung, who came in as a pinch hitter and a third baseman replacement for Mike Ferry earlier in the game. One to know to DeYoung. Swing and a grounder to Sue. Sue's going to keep it himself, touch first as the runner advances on the plate to third. And that's Tyler Bordner now sitting 90 feet away with two gone. Here in the 8th and 11-6 to six the score. Milwaukee's put up a 3-spot in both the 7th and the 8th. BYU's had a 3-run inning in the 3rd and the 4th. A single in the 5th. 4-run 7th coming in pretty handy right about now. 11-6 to six the score. Cougs up. Yeah. Two gone, man on 3rd. That's a really, really big out there for Ben Weiss. You give up a hit there and you start to give them a lot more confidence. Oakland Scanlon, the DH. Scanlon with a single in his last at-bat. Came in that three-run seventh. Oakland Scanlon, left-hand hitter. Ben Weiss, left-hand pitcher. Swing and a foul to the Milwaukee dugout to Scanlon's right. One and one with two gone here in the eighth inning. Milwaukee with a runner at third. They've scored six runs on nine hits. And most of the runs and hits coming late in this one. All the runs and most of the hits coming in the final third of this game. Weiss delivers. Swing and a miss from Scanlon. See if the Cougs here can get out of the inning. With just three across. One and two to Orlando, uh, to Oakland, Scanlon with two gone here in the eighth. Ben Weiss. Settles the ball in his left hand behind his back. Looks in for the sign. Kicks and fires. Wasn't biting with Scanlon. What do they call? They called a balk. They called a balk on that? Yes, they did. Runner comes home on the balk call. What did? Well, how did wow. you see the that? Thing, I, yeah, the only thing I heard, I heard it on the, on, on the crowd mic. The only thing that uh, I can think of by looking at that is that Ben didn't. Uh, come set completely. Huh. So, I'd like to see a replay of that. So, Bach makes it 11 to 7. Yeah, he didn't ever come set. Mm. He rolled through it. 11 to 7. It's a pitch that. On I the mean, run scoring Bach. Yeah, that's a, that's a frustrating pitch. And there's the strikeout, but a pitcher too late as it turned yeah. out. 11 to 7. BYU's lead down to 4. Weiss gets the strikeout of Scanlon, and the top of the eighth is complete. 
Bottom of the eighth, forthcoming. BYU 11 and Milwaukee 7. Our score on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU 11, Milwaukee 7. Our scores. we come to the bottom of the eighth inning here at Miller Park in Chile Provo. Game one of a four-game set. Same two teams here tomorrow for two games. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade for your call on the W.TV and on radio on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Bottom of the eighth, first batter up for BYU, Brian Sue. Sue playing his 80th game as a BYU Cougar tonight. Senior out of San Ramon, California. Between innings pitching change made for Milwaukee as Will Walt, right-handed pitcher, enters the game and delivers for 1-0 on the first ball to Sue. Brian Sue tonight. He's the only uh, starter hitless for the Cougars. Let's see if we can fix that here. Pops it up to right field. Matt Cortell. Watches it into his glove, and Brian Sue stays hitless. 0 for 5 now on the fly out to the right fielder. Everyone else has at least one hit in this BYU lineup tonight, and uh, Brock Hale with a walk, a triple, a double, and a strikeout in his four at-bats. He's reached three times. It's a couple of RBIs. Two of BYU's 11. 11 to 7 the score. BYU 11 runs on 15 hits. Milwaukee 7 runs on 9 hits. Wolt. The right-hander delivers into Bordner for strike one. BYU led by as many as eight at 11-3, but a four-run top of the eighth makes it 11-7 now in the bottom of the same frame. Walt kicks and delivers outside for ball one, one and one. Milwaukee's new new pitcher is Will Walt. Freshman out of Wisconsin, New London, Wisconsin. He's 6'4", 225. That's a wild pitch. Catcher never even got a glove to it. Goes to 2-1. Making his second appearance of the season is all for Will Wolt. He pitched uh, two innings in one of the games at Arizona on the weekend. Gave up a hit, and it was a two-run hit. Walked three batters in his two innings of work. And an early visit to the mound with Will Walt going way wild on that last one. So Brock Hale will... Walk and ruminate while they deliberate on the mound. 11-7. BYU leads it. Bottom of the eighth. This Milwaukee team plays in the Horizon League. And the Horizon League features five other teams. And they'll play uh, six games each against their five conference opponents. Three at home and three on the road. So a 30-game league schedule. Six games against five opponents in the Horizon League. It's a small league, just those six teams. Greg Rubel, Tuckett Slade with you. Your broadcast tandem tonight as Will Walt delivers to Brock Hale. Sees that in for a strike, two and two. So follows the wild pitch. The catcher didn't even get a glove on with a strike to even the count. Makes it tough as a hitter because you just have no idea where he's going to throw the ball. And a swing and a miss. Swinging through it is Hale, his second K of the night. Second swinging strikeout. And there are two gone here in the bottom of the eighth. The Panthers may be down to their final three at-bats. BYU's lead is four, 11-7. Jackson Clough came into tonight leading BYU in RBIs with 14. And he's added to that tally. With an RBI earlier this evening. Left-handed hitter facing right-handed pitcher. Will Wolt delivers to Clough, who fouls it straight back. Clough tonight, three for four, with a couple of runs scored in an RBI. Yeah, he's had a really good night, and every ball he's hit is hit really hard. Owen one off the foul. Mm, that one's inside near the fists, and one and one to Clough. Yeah, good take right there. If you swing at that pitch, it's just a, a number to second base right off the hands. So Will Wolt on the mound. Jackson Clough at the dish. One and one to Clough. Swing and foul for a second strike. One and two 
to Clough. With Walt having become the latest bullpen call for manager Scott Doffick. The head coach Doffick has been there a while. 25 seasons with Milwaukee. 13 as an assistant. I think now 12 as a head coach. Yeah. 13 as a head coach, 12 as an assistant. Either way, a long time. As a nice guy. I've been communicating with him for a few months now. Really like the guy. So 2-2 two and two now to Clough. And a foul back into the screen. So 2-2 two and two with two gone here in the bottom of the eighth. BYU 11, Milwaukee 7. I mentioned there are 21 straight games away from home to open this season. Last year, they went 34 straight road games before they had a home game last year. Yeah. He said their first series of the conference play, they had to flip them because in their league with only six teams, they play each other twice is how yep. it works. Yep. They had to flip the series because they just couldn't get on their field. Driven to left center. And collected as ranging over is Rybacki. Makes the grab. And BYU's done in the eighth inning. So we head to the ninth. BYU with a four-run lead, 11-7. Cougars lead the Panthers here on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The ninth inning we go. BYU 11, Milwaukee 7, our score here at Miller Park in Provo. Right fielder Matt Cortell to lead things off in the ninth. Reed McLaughlin, the right-hander, is on the mound for BYU. Reed McLaughlin, 3-0. The freshman, he fires it. He's the first freshman since Desmond Polson in 2011 to have wins in his first three decisions. And the first freshman pitcher with three wins in a season since Bo Burrup in 2016. Yeah, he's a really impressive freshman. Bright future ahead. And takes the hopper from Cortell, underhands it to Sue, and we're one retired here in the ninth inning. So Reed McLaughlin comes in, throws a couple heaters, and then handles the hopper to Sue for one out. Yeah, and that's what he does. He comes in 89 to 92 miles an hour, <laughs> just commands. Love that jump, the right? Well, the great thing about you see that jump is that he was a shortstop in high school. He actually was recruited to be a two-way guy. And then he was so good on the mound, it's like, hey, we need you there. So that's where he got piled into. So Cort- sorry, Cortell retired 1-3 in the ninth. And second hitter at the plate here in the ninth inning is Zach Nogalski. Nogalski, right-handed hitter. And McLaughlin, the right-handed pitcher. BYU leading 11-7 here in the ninth. One gone. Sharply fouled out of play to the right. By Nogalski. Zach Nogalski from right there in Milwaukee. He's a sophomore. Hitless on the season in limited action. McLaughlin on the 0 1. Gets him looking, a half swing, and no. The appeals made it first, and it'll go to 1 1 to Nogalski with one gone here in the ninth. BYU looking for its ninth win in 12 games. And Thursdays have been good to BYU. And series opening games have been good to BYU. And the trends continue here tonight. So far. Yeah, so far Finish it off right. 11-7. Four-run lead. One gone in the ninth. Mm, Nogowski lines it to right just beyond the outstretched glove of DJ McNew. And it goes into right field for a single. So Milwaukee with a runner on. One gone in the ninth. And Mitchell Bubon at the plate. And Bubon, with a double earlier tonight, extended his hit streak to 10 games. I believe they gave Bubon a hit on that play, and they did. There was some question as it went off the glove, I believe, of Jelilich at the time. That was a so well-hit runner, runner at first, and Bubon at the plate. Milwaukee's down four. Looks at it outside. Again, a glance over to first, the umpire there. Nothing much to do on the ball call. 1-0 with one done here in the ninth. And BYU up 11-7. Well, this team's proven there's no fight. There's no quit, right? They're going to fight to the last out. So Coach Littlewood told us in the uh, pregame conversation in the weekend series just showed how tenacious they could be. Put up a lot of runs down in Tucson over the weekend. Yes, they did against a really good pitching staff. 2-0 and to Bubon from McLaughlin. The freshman with a 0.00 ERA. That comes inside. They're not going to give him that one. 3-0. and so 3-0 man on first here in the ninth. 
the delivery, and that's another ball. Four straight balls, first and second now. Things get a little more dicey here. Well, yeah, so I mean, the only way to let this team back into a game here in the ninth is, you know, free bases, errors. You give up the single, and then you walk the guy in four straight. You've got to make them earn everything. Be nice to get yourself a double play ball and just get you out of this game. Nagalski at second, Bubon at first. The batter is the shortstop, Trevor Schwecki. And that's ripped to center field. Off one hop, collected by Jelilich. Runner coming around third. The cut off the throw to catcher, and not in time. It's a bit of a delay there from cut yeah, off the catch, not, and not they might have gotten him. Yeah. So run scores 11 to 8 here in the ninth. First and second, one run, uh, one out. As stepping to the plate now is J.J. Eduardo. So the run scoring single there. Again, the throw is cut off well ahead of time. And it just took me like a bit of a delay yeah, there. It, not, it looked like D.J. thought that he wasn't going, that he was just staying to third because he didn't turn and throw it right away. He hesitated, and that hesitation might have been the difference. So Milwaukee's one swing away from tying this game with Eduardo at the plate. And McLaughlin on the mound. First and second. And one out here in the ninth. It's good pitch to see. Called strike. So 0-1 here to Eduardo. Yep, keep the ball down in the zone. Looking for a ground ball. Just looking to get an out right here. Three in the seventh, four in the eighth. One so far in the ninth for Milwaukee. 11-8, BYU leads it. Grounder to third base. They'll take one at first. Two gone. Runners advance on the throw to second and third. But Eduardo is thrown out. Matthews to Sue, 5-3, and two gone here in the ninth. BYU yeah. leads it 11-8, runners at second and third. And again, Milwaukee still a swing away from tying it. With the player who was at last at bat, hit a double off the right field wall. Jack Krause, that batter. Krause settling into the left batter's box as a right-handed hitter. The right-handed pitcher, McLaughlin, the freshman, looking to deliver with a three-run lead and two gone here in the ninth. The pitch curves in for a strike. Yeah, getting strike one is, is just so huge in this game. Get ahead, 0-1, lets you work a lot different angles with the next pitch that you can choose to go to. 0-1 to Kraus from McLaughlin. We're in the ninth. BYU leads it by three, 11-8. And that's fouled right to 0-2. So, pitcher ahead in the count, and a three-run lead. Second and third here in the ninth. Two gone. Reed McLaughlin will step off the mound, collect himself, and step in for what could be a payoff pitch. Jack Kraus waggles the bat in the strike zone and awaits the 0-2. Now steps out. Time called. So too long of the wait. Facing an 0-2 pitch with two out here in the ninth. Jack Krause for the Panthers. McLaughlin on the hill for the Cougs. Second and third of the runners. The pitch high for ball one. Yeah, just about got him. Fortunate for the Cougs that that didn't because you don't want to put the tying run on base. Fastball that just ran up and in. Go to your best pitch right here. McLaughlin wind up the delivery and high for ball two. From 0-2 to 2-2 two two, with two gone here in the ninth. Top of the ninth here at Miller Park. All of the Panthers' runs have come late. Three in the seventh, four in the eighth, one so far in the ninth. BYU 7-0 lead was very useful as the bats heated up late in the contest for the visitors. McLaughlin again, 2-2. Two and two. Kick, deliver, swing, miss, game over. Ball game Cougs. 11-8, BYU wins it. The strikeout from the freshman, Reed McLaughlin, ends it here in the ninth. Yeah, fantastic pitch. Fastball up and away at 91 miles an hour. Just blew it right by him. Great pitch by Reed. And, and hey, it's, they made it interesting here, Greg, at the end. But uh, a win's a win, and we'll take it. On a cold night, Reed brings the heat in the ninth. And the Panthers go down 
11 to 8. Post-game recap and post-game interviews coming up. This is BYU Baseball on the W.TV and the new skin, BYU Sports Network.